coach, teacher, podcaster, online business owner, and above all, I am constantly dreaming up ways to reimagine education. I provide teachers with tips, tricks, and strategies to transform their classrooms into learning hubs that are filled with creativity, innovation, and discovery. I hope to empower all teachers, no matter what subject they teach, to experiment with innovative learning models and lead their classrooms with 21st century skills. So let's learn and grow together as 21st century educators. This is the EdTech Classroom Podcast. We just wrapped up our design thinking mini series last week, and this week we are completely shifting gears and going back to discussing EdTech. As we approach winter break, I was trying to think about ways that we could have a conversation about a tool that most of us are probably already using in our classrooms, and then think about some unique ways that we can try out this tool with our students. So in today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing some ideas for using Google Slides in your classroom this winter, If you check out the episode webpage for this week, I'm also sharing some winter Google Slides templates that I created. Some of these are free, some of them are very low cost, but I really wanted to find a way to give you all a gift during this winter season of giving, and so I thought that this was a great way to do that. So be sure to check out the episode webpage if you wanna grab some of those Google Slides templates. So much like PowerPoint, Google Slides is a great presentation tool but not everyone realizes all of the powerful ways you can use this tool in your classroom beyond just for creating presentations. I really love Google Slides for a variety of reasons, so I thought I would start off today's episode by talking about some of the great features of Google Slides that you might not be familiar with, and then we'll dive into our conversation about those slides templates and some creative winter-themed ideas for incorporating this tool in your classroom. So first, for one of the reasons why I love Google Slides, is that this tool makes it easy to embed multimedia elements like video and audio. So teachers, when you are presenting to your class using Google Slides, you can incorporate multimedia elements, like I said, like video and audio. If you have a flipped classroom model, this is a great way for students to uh, have a more engaging lesson or homework when they're at home. So I personally really like to take advantage of these multimedia elements myself as a teacher, but I also encourage students to take advantage of those multimedia elements as well when they're creating within this tool. Additionally, you can also use slides add-ons. I really like using slides add-ons because they're just a great way to kind of take it to the next level. So I specifically like Pear Deck and Poll Everywhere. Those are two additional EdTech tools that uh, work really nicely. They integrate really nicely with Google Slides. And those two tools in particular are great for getting real-time feedback from students. Another great strategy for boosting student engagement. If you aren't familiar with Pear Deck and Poll Everywhere, I highly recommend you play around with those two slides add-ons. Like I said, they're just great for getting real-time feedback from students, for formative assessment, and for boosting student engagement. 
So the second reason why I love Google Slides is that Google Slides are collaborative. Many teachers probably already know this, but students can use Google Slides in a really collaborative environment. Students can, for example, work in small groups to create slides. Students can share their work with the teacher. There are really endless options for collaboration in terms of commenting, collaborating, and providing feedback. Now, this is true of pretty much all of the tools in the Google Suite, but Google Slides, I think specifically, is great for that co-working collaborative uh, collaborative environment that we try to create in our classrooms. And this works great in an asynchronous environment as well. Now third, Google Slides can also provide structure to your lessons and to your schedule. Many high school teachers do this already. It's a little bit less common I've noticed in the elementary classroom, but you can present slides on the board for students to see with to help with classroom routine. So many elementary school teachers at the start of the day, they write the schedule on the board. And this is a really great strategy. Elementary school teachers know this and practice this, but I like to take it to the next level and incorporate Google Slides. One, it's a great way to model for students different ways that they can use this tool. But again, like I said, it's great for providing structure to your lessons and to your schedule. So I personally recommend that teachers always use Google Slides at the start of every lesson to really help students with that classroom routine. Fourth, you can also play games on Google Slides. This is something that definitely not a lot of teachers realize. I love to create my own games in Google Slides, but you can also grab some from other, other ed tech companies that I'll talk about in just a second. So when I create games and Google Slides, I like to create these Jeopardy style games to play with students. I'm gonna talk about this example when we're talking about those slides templates because I've created a bunch of Jeopardy style games to play with your students. But the way it works is you can use the linking feature to link rectangular shapes to other slides in your presentation. In doing so, you're able to create what's called an interactive slides presentation. This is something that I've covered a lot on my blog before, so I will have some of those resources linked on the episode webpage for you guys if you aren't quite familiar with this concept of an interactive slides presentation. But I really like to take advantage of the linking feature to create games to play with students. Like I said, I am gonna share that example in just a bit of a brain break mystery game that I created, but there are so many other ways that you can be creative. Slides Mania, for example, is a resource that I personally love that has Google Slides game templates that you can check out and edit. So be sure to visit the Slides Mania website to grab free Google Slides game templates. All you need to do is input your teaching content and the game is created for you. They're so much fun to play with students, they're highly engaging, and they make for great review games as well. Now the fifth reason I love Google Slides is that you can create stop motion animation. So yes, that's right, students can create stop motion animation in Google Slides. All they need to do is open up Google Slides, a new file, and create a scene of images on a slide. So what they would do is they would just add images to a slide and then when, they, when they're ready to move on to the next frame, they would need to duplicate that slide or make a copy of it and then move a character or object just a little bit 
and then repeat until they have created a mini stop motion movie. So when you put your slides in presentation view and you click through the slides, it will actually give the illusion of motion. So this is kind of a fun way if you are looking to introduce students to Google Slides, if you want them to play around with some of those creative features, this can be a great activity that you assign to your students. It's a good way for them to get to know how to use this tool. Or if you teach older students, you can also have them explain a concept through this Google Slides stop motion. So for example, you could have them explain a math problem using Google Slides stop motion, or maybe you might want them to reenact a scene from a story that you're reading. There's lots of different opportunities for implementing stop motion and this Google Slides stop motion into your classroom. So these are just five of the many, many, many reasons why I love Google Slides. And hopefully these help give you some unique ideas for how you can incorporate Google Slides into your classroom even more than you're already doing. But like I said, there are plenty more. And so now I wanna share some specific examples that I've put together that are all winter themed just in time for the chilly new year season. So the first example on my list is to create winter Bitmoji agenda slides. So in case you aren't familiar with Bitmoji, many of you might be because it was kind of all the rage at the start of distance learning where teachers were adding their Bitmoji, which is essentially like a cartoon version of yourself to their Google Slides. So I've created a template, a free template for winter Bitmoji agenda slides. Teachers seem to really love agenda slides. And like I said earlier, they're really great for adding that routine and that predictability for students at the start of your lessons. So I created this winter Bitmoji Google Slides template essentially to help spread some winter cheer this season. I personally really like to create seasonal slides. I think it still adds to that element of classroom community that we're trying to build as teachers. So if you imagine we have Google Slides, and again, I will have images of these on the episode webpage, but this podcast of course is just audio. So be sure to check out the webpage if you want a visual. But agenda slides essentially, imagine that we have a blank Google slide. At the top of our screen, we would have the date in big text. So for example, today, that the, the date that this episode is going live is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. So at the top of the slide, it would say the date, Wednesday, December 15th, 2021 in big letters. Then on the left-hand side, I would have a shape or a text box that has the schedule in it. So I would have our schedule for the entire day or for the lesson that you're about to teach. And then on the right hand side, that's a great place to include announcements or additional information that your students need to know. So for example, on the announcements side, you might say something like, don't forget to turn in your permission slips, they're due tomorrow, for example, or any other pertinent information that your students might need to know. You could even have something fun like a riddle for students or just a general announcement about enjoying your winter break. So again, teachers seem to really love agenda slides. And so that's why I created this free Google Slides template to kind of just spread the love this winter season. Bitmoji, by the way, I have incorporated into this slide. So in the top right-hand corner, I have added my Bitmoji. I am a Google Chrome user, as you can probably guess, since I'm so obsessed with all things Google. I have the Google Chrome Bitmoji extension, which means that I am able to very easily grab my Bitmoji and just drag and drop it into my slides. 
not a lot of people realize this, but you can actually search for different Bitmojis. So if you have the Chrome extension, you can actually type into that uh, search bar that they have inside of the extension and you can type in some keywords. So for me, I type in winter, for example, and I was able to find tons and tons of examples of my Bitmoji in different winter scenes. So the one that I've selected for my slides is a picture of my Bitmoji inside of a snow globe but there's also Christmas theme, Hanukkah theme, general snow, winter, snowman, all the winter things themes as well available for you within uh, within the Bitmoji Chrome extension. So if you are interested in playing around with Bitmoji, check out that Chrome extension in case you don't have it already. Then next we have my Winter Brain Breaks mystery game. So this is that Jeopardy style game that I was talking about earlier that I created in Google Slides. Imagine the very first slide in the presentation. At the top of the screen, it says Brain Breaks Mystery Game. Click on a button to discover your brain break challenge. And then on the screen, there are five columns and six rows. So we have a total of 30 rectangles that I created using the shapes feature. On the cover of, or on, the, on top of each of those rectangles, there is also a piece of clip art. So for the top row, I have uh, trees covered in snow. On the second row, I have a snowman holding a notebook. On the third row, I have a mitten. On the fourth, I have a snowman with glasses on. On the fifth, I have snowflakes. And on the sixth, I have peppermint. So I have all of these pieces of clip art on top of those rectangles. Now, the way that this game works is a student will click on a button as the directions suggest, and it will take them to a separate slide in the presentation that shares their brain break challenge. So for example, if we were to click on the first rectangle, the rectangle in the top left hand corner, I have used the linking feature in Google Slides to link that rectangle and link that clip art to the second slide in the presentation. The second rectangle here next to that, uh, next to the first one, uh, still on that top row, that rectangle would link to the third slide in the presentation. Then the third rectangle would link to the fourth and so on. So I've linked all 30 of these, of these rectangles to different slides in the presentation. So in total, we have 31 different slides in this Google Slides file. The first slide is going to be that game board homepage screen that I'm talking about. And then the subsequent slides are going to be each linked to one of the rectangles on the screen. So if we click on uh, one of those uh, rectangles on the top row, let's say we click on the fourth rectangle on the top row with the tree on it, that might take us to slide number five. Once we are on slide number five, it would then say your brain break is stir a big pot of hot chocolate. Then on that slide, there's going to be a rectangle at the bottom that says back to the main page. If you click that rectangle, I have hyperlinked that one back to slide number one. So then you can continue playing the game. So then let's say we wanna take a look at the third row, the second, uh, the second rectangle, if we click on that, that would then take us to a different slide and it would say something like your brain break is melt to the ground like snow or something like that, fall to the ground like a snowflake. I don't know, I made that up on the spot. The ones on the Google Slides presentation are much more creative. 
So then what you would do is students would do that activity and then they would click back to go back to the home page. Now I incorporated this as a brain break type game, but you could also make it a review game for students if you actually wanted to make it a Jeopardy type game where there are certain questions are worth different points, or you could make it just a general fun classroom community activity like this brain break, uh, brain break game that I have created. So in general, these slides are so much fun. If you are looking to create your own, I do have a tutorial video on my YouTube channel. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you can find a tutorial to figure out how I created. Just type in brain breaks and it should pop up for you. Um, but again, these slides are so much fun. So if you're interested in checking out my template, uh, you can check out my winter brain breaks game on the episode webpage. Next for number three, we have the winter Bitmoji virtual classroom. So when I started talking about Bitmojis with those agenda slides, the reason Bitmojis really became so popular in education was during the height of the Bitmoji classroom craze. So Bitmoji classroom is something that a bunch of teachers were creating during distance learning. Some people love them. Some people really don't like them. Uh, everybody kind of has a different feeling about Bitmoji classrooms. I think that they can be a fun tool to use as a way to set routine and expectations with your students. Um, so that's kind of my take on it. I don't feel super strongly, but I do think it can have great application if you're using it to uh, provide students with a schedule or outline for the day. But I don't necessarily think they're necessary in order to have high quality instruction in your classroom. So a Bitmoji Classroom, essentially, in case you aren't familiar with this concept, is a Google Slides file that, that you have created to essentially look like a classroom. So teachers will use different clip art and different backgrounds and stuff to actually create a version of a classroom that is digital. So that's why it's called a Bitmoji Classroom, because teachers then will also add their Bitmoji to this virtual classroom that they've created to kind of add a fun personalization element. So I've created four different winter Bitmoji virtual classroom templates. I have one that is Christmas themed, that one that is like chilly winter themed with lots of blue colors. I have one that is snowman themed and I have one that is Valentine's themed since Valentine's is in winter as well. Um, so these slides, I now that most of us are learning in person instead of using them and perhaps your school might be virtual, you could use them virtually to have students do asynchronous activities. Um, but I also like to use these slides to double as agenda slides if you would prefer to use them in an in-person teaching environment. Or you can also use them to assign to students as homework or to give um, updates to families if you do something like a weekly newsletter if you're an elementary school teacher. There's kind of a lots of different ways to create this, but something that I noticed a lot of teachers were doing is they were spending hours and hours and hours creating these Bitmoji classrooms. And so I wanted to create these templates to save you time. The design is really not what's important. It's about the teaching and the content. And so I created these templates in an attempt to help teachers spend time for teachers who were spending so much time on creating these classrooms uh, that was making it more difficult for them to focus their energy on their content. So that's some, a reason why I created these slides templates. Then next we have uh, my morning meeting slides. So on the episode webpage, I have my December 
January and February morning meeting slides linked. Um, so I've talked about morning meeting on this podcast a little bit. It's definitely something I spend a lot of time talking about on my blog and on my YouTube channel. But my number one tip for morning meeting is to create slides. I have personally found that teachers have the most success with having consistently engaging morning meetings when they create slides to help guide students. So I've actually created daily morning meeting slides for the entire year, um, but I have the December, January, and February linked on the episode webpage for you guys to check out. And they seem to be a really big hit with elementary school teachers specifically. But what's great about these morning meeting slides is that they continue to add to those elements of structure and routine and organization in your classroom. Those are things that I'm consistently talking about because I think that when you keep your ed tech simple and when you keep your ed tech organized, you're going to see maximized results. You're going to see increased learning. You're going or uh, you're going to see increased engagement. You're going to see increased learning outcomes. So we really like to keep things structured and organized when I am using Google Slides or any sort of ed tech tool with students. Then lastly, I uh, the last slides template that I wanna share with you guys is another free one. This is a winter themed choice board. So lots of teachers use choice boards in their classrooms. This is something we talk about on this classroom a lot in terms of me being really passionate or on this podcast a lot in terms of me being really passionate about student choice and voice. Choice boards are a great way to add choice into your classroom for those early finishers. Many teachers have, you know, a printed out choice board or they put a, a put a list of must do's and may do's on their board for students. I really like to create choice boards in um, Google Slides for students just so that they have something digital that they can always refer back to when they finish an activity early. I just think it's a good strategy to incorporate into your classroom. So consider creating a winter themed choice board in Google Slides. Essentially what that looks like is you could just write choice board up at the top of your screen and then have four different rectangles or areas on that homepage. Um, that are with winter colors. You could use lots of blues. You could add snow clip art. You could use snowman clip art. It's kind of up to you. Um, but I will have that example that I've created linked on the episode webpage for you guys to check out for free. But essentially the way it would work is you would just have these different choices and students could then uh, choose one of those to do. Because it's a Google Slides file, you can also update it. So if you want to, you know, mix up some of the choices, then maybe you can do you can do that and then it'll be updated for students in real time. So that's another reason why I really like incorporating Google Slides to create choice boards. You don't have to reprint it every single time. You can just update this digital file and students can access it from their device. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the EdTech Classroom podcast, all about different ways that you can use Google Slides in your classroom, along with these winter Google Slides templates that I created. Be sure to check out the episode webpage. Like I said, I'm really in the spirit of giving, so I tried to create these activities for you guys to try out with your students. They kind of work for no matter what subject area you teach. They're definitely more geared toward elementary school teachers, but I do think if you teach older grades, you can probably find a way to incorporate these into your classrooms. And of course, if you'd like, you can always make your own. I have tons of tutorial videos linked on my YouTube channel for you guys. I will have my channel in general linked and you can search it to find exactly what you're looking for. But again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the EdTech Classroom podcast. I will be back next week and we will be talking about Google Sheets 
and how we can use that tool to stay organized, create digital calendars, create assignment trackers, different things like that. So I'll talk to you guys back here next week. Bye friends. Thank you.